Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Statcraft started out as a hydroelectric facility in Norway more than 125 years ago and now is a global enterprise in 21 countries, including here in Ireland, where it is developing a large offshore wind project in the Irish Sea. Kevin O'Donovan is the Senior Vice President at Statcraft and Managing Director for UK and Ireland. Good morning, Kevin. Good morning, Joe. Statcraft, it's a pretty big renewable producer. Um, Tell us what it's doing in Ireland. Um, Well, Statcraft's um, been in Ireland now for five years um, and it's uh, got a very large uh, amount of renewable energy technology activity. So as I speak today, we have um, seven projects in construction at this very moment. So that's um, a number of onshore wind farms, um, several solar farms, uh, a battery project, uh, as well as developing the, the offshore project that you referenced at the intro. Uh, talk to us about the offshore project because it's the, it's kind of the first of its kind in this country. Yes, um, there was an auction held earlier this year by the Irish government for projects to propose to deliver the first phase of offshore projects in Ireland. And uh, the Stackraft project, which is uh, called the NISA project, um, just off the North Dublin uh, Mead coastline, um, was one of the four projects which secured a CFD contract with the government to produce power from a 500 megawatt project, which is about in and around 40 to 50 turbines, depending on the final design. Now, tell us how that system works. In other words, you agree something called a strike price with the government. In other words, a price that you think you'll cover your costs and break even and that is not too high for the government, but will provide a regular amount of renewable energy for the state? Yes, the large projects like offshore wind farms are very large uh, capital-intensive projects. So um, it's a significant cost to go and build that project. Then it runs at a what we would say a, ro- a low cost because the wind is free. Um, so what these contracts do is that um, they're, these particular ones are for a 20-year period where there is a, a set price that the project will get paid for whatever power it produces. And that gives a company like Stackcraft the um, confidence, I guess, to go and make that investment decision and invest a very large sum of money into the construction of the project. Is there an issue with planning uh, in this country? Because I've spoken to numerous guests on this programme who say, it takes so long to get approval because there's simply not enough planners. Yes, and um, that is the same for the renewable sector. Um, For the offshore projects, these first four projects um, that were successful in that auction earlier this year, they actually still have to go through the planning process. So it's a a little bit of um, the other way around to maybe what we would normally see for the development of renewable projects. But again, the government and the um, industry needed something like this auction to be able to kickstart the industry. Um, Ireland only has a uh, one quite small demonstration uh, size offshore wind farm that was built almost 20 years ago now. And um, the offshore industry is a very large industry in other countries, particularly the UK, which is seen as one of the in world Scotland, leaders. Yeah. Scotland and all around the UK. So um, in a way, the, the argument is maybe that Ireland is going to to go and develop its offshore wind at the right time now because um, there has been some really significant advances in the technology and the cost of energy that the projects can produce the power for and Ireland is really well placed 
with these fir- first projects to deliver more of the same for for the Irish consumer. Now, but so, how, how far out are we from offshore wind in the Atlantic in floating platforms? Which would you know that it's even windier out there. It sure is, um, and it's a really exciting prospect. But um, I think it, there's probably steps in the um, journey we have to go on to ultimately have a net zero um, electricity system where we don't need to rely on fossil fuels. And floating wind energy for Ireland has huge potential. And that is something that we see into the future as being um, really important for the Irish renewable energy mix. But up towards 2030, the focus is very much actually on uh, established technologies. So as I mentioned at the start, we're already constructing uh, a number of onshore wind farms around the country. Mm. Um, And under the Climate Action Plan, the government have set out a target of basically doubling the amount of onshore wind energy that we would have had from 2020 to 2030. Will we meet meet our targets, Kevin, sorry for interrupting, um, 80% of our energy coming from renewables by 2030? Because that's only, whatever, six and a bit years away. Yeah, uh, I think it's a challenging target, to be honest. But I think what's really interesting about this, Joe, is actually we have the technology right now. The technology is available to do this. We have the policy at a a national level um, that already sets this up. Um, Statcraft has over 500 megawatts of solar projects already under construction. So the government has set a target of eight gigawatts of solar to be installed by 2030 as part of that 80% target mm. and we're actually constructing one sixteenth of that already right now and there's a lot of other projects uh, being constructed in the country in solar and obviously the solar panels that we're seeing pop up and roofs all around the country is going to be a really significant part of that as well. It's amazing so, because we would have scoffed at the idea of solar in this country as a source of energy yes. uh, because, but technology has improved as you say. Unfortunately we have to cut it short there Kevin uh, that is Kevin O'Donovan the Senior Vice President at the Norwegian energy giant Statkraft. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.